and no not weed podcast pod pod podcast <laughs> um, i'm so glad that you guys are here this week is such an exciting episode because it's the first feature that i've had and it's a conversation with my best friend natalie which is i think just so so amazing because who else would be like the perfect person to come through for a feature uh, we talk about cultural appropriation we talk about cultural appropriation in different areas in different spheres and we kind of just break it down. Um, however, during our discussion, obviously, we are human. We forget things. We sometimes um, make mistakes as well. And it's just normal. But obviously, when we do make mistakes, we want to call ourselves out because we're not perfect and no one is perfect. And that's the beauty of this whole life journey and and, and learning. So um, some few things that I just want to make clear. So the first thing is when we talk about Chinese comeback and we mentioned Kim Hitchell, that was a, a, a mistake on our part. We were basically talking about Super Junior. So she mixed up uh, the names in that, which is pretty normal, especially when you follow so many K-pop idols. Uh, you sometimes get them mixed up. <laughs> it's, so yeah. Uh, another thing is I realized when I was editing, it was so funny. Uh, we're talking, uh, when we talk about Jisoo, now, for those who are K-pop stands, you'll know that there's a Jisoo in Blackpink and there's an actor Jisoo. So when we talk about Jisoo, I actually realize we're talking about two different Jisoo's. <laughs> so she's talking about Jisoo, the actor, and I'm talking about Jisoo, the singer. But um, you'll figure it out. It's actually hilarious. I listened to it when I was editing. and I was like, this is hilarious. And then also another thing that I want to clarify, when I do say that um, whiteness cannot be appropriated, Yes, it cannot be appropriated because it's a system and it's a structure and it's been forced down everybody's throat and everybody has had to assimilate to that system. I do not mean specifically white cultures. Of course, if I go and dawn a Scottish plaid skirt and, you know, blow a bagpipe, that is a form of appropriation. And each culture, uh, doesn't matter whether it's from which race, can in fact be appropriated. But when I say whiteness, I'm talking about the system of whiteness. Um, so yeah, that's it. But anyway, enjoy. It's, it was so much fun. It's a bit of a long one, so you might want to listen to it in parts. But if you can sit down and listen to the whole thing, I think you might enjoy it and you will um, have some insights. And we learned so much as well because we had to do so much research on this topic. So it was quite a lot of fun just doing that research anyway i'm gonna stop talking now please enjoy and uh, i'll see you in the next podcast bye all right hello 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 welcome 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 i'm actually so excited today like you don't even understand how excited i am uh, but before I tell you why I'm excited, let's just get all the, the admin shit out of the way, admin stuff out of the way. Uh, so welcome to the Blunt and No Not Weed podcast. My name is Mutondwa. If you have been here before, you know the shtick. If you're new here, welcome. You're very, 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 very welcome. Um, we basically, I sit here and talk about stuff that I like to talk about. Sometimes I get heated. Sometimes I talk about social issues. I swear a lot. I drink a lot of wine. Today I'm not drinking wine though because I was telling, oh crap, I almost just 
kind of ruined the surprise but anyway it doesn't matter i was telling my friend natalie that i am tired <laughs> like like tired tired and so i was like maybe i should drink like a glass of wine this is me when i woke up i, was like, I should drink a glass of wine and i'm like no you should drink water so i'm drinking water <laughs> because that is the, the best thing to do right now because wow your girl's tired but anyway um irregardless of whether we're tired or not we still gotta work we still gotta you know do what we do so here i am um today is a follow-up to last week's episode so hopefully you've checked out last week's episode if you haven't please check that out first so that you understand what today's topic is actually about so that you don't think we out here just bashing people for no reason. <laughs> we have reasons, there's reasons. And so you also need to understand kind of the relationship. I set up my relationship with K-pop and how I feel about it and kind of why I like it as well. So before you think that I'm here just because I'm a K-pop hater, no, I'm not. I'm actually a K-pop lover, like a huge K-pop lover. But uh, we call out things that we love as well. And that's the gist of life. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now so that we can get started with today's topic. Today's topic is cultural appropriation, and it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's, it's going to be a lot because, you know, people are out here doing the most in these streets that we live in and it's, it's hard it's hard to see and hard not to talk about. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're not just going to focus on black cultural appropriation. It is a big one, but we're gonna kind of break it down and talk about it in different in different uh, avenues and areas. All right, so let's get started. Um, so the reason why I'm so excited is because number one, this is my first feature on the podcast and it's the best person. It, it's like, who else would be, I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense, you know? So I'm very excited. I have my best friend, Natalie. Tembeza out here and she's going to help me talk about this topic we're going to talk about it together because it's a topic we're both very passionate about uh so I'm gonna stop rambling and I'm just gonna let her introduce actually before I let her introduce herself I I, I need to set like some background here right so Natalie <laughs> and I have been friends for like friend how long like I've lost track like <laughs> I've actually lost track I think it's like, over like a decade at this point isn't it it is, I think, because yeah. we became really close in like grade 11, right? Grade yeah. 10, 11. What, I, how long has that been? This is 2001, <laughs> I mean, 2021, 21. 11 years, oh. 12, yeah, 11 you were at my mom's wedding to Boas. I was, oh my God, I was there, wasn't I? Oh my God. <laughs> it's been 12 <laughs> years, friend, 12, 13 years. It's a whole life. That's, That's a whole life. life. That's a whole 13 year old child going to high school right now this is insane but anyway we've been friends for a very long time and mm. we we've seen each other through various stages of life haven't we like just yeah. a lot so and we both happen to be huge k-pop fans but I actually don't know how she got into k-pop so she's gonna tell us about that as well because I'm very curious to find out <laughs> and know more because we just woke up one day and we were like both k-pop stars but I don't know how it happened <laughs> true we just woke up like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> I was like oh she oh, okay but I'm so excited to to hear how it happened anyway so Nat's 
Hello, darling. Hi. Hello, darling. Hello. <laughs> like okay, the so, says, hello, darling. Hello, darling. <laughs> so please go ahead, introduce yourself, and we'll get started. Okay, so guys, please be forgiving. It's my very first podcast, so I might mess up, but my name is Natalie. Nats for short. I have been this amazing girl's friend for 12 years, you know, it's a long time. Oh, girl. You know? she's, <laughs> she's seen me through all the phases, all, and I mean all, and I was incredibly <laughs> annoying. So this is a blessing that I'm still here, you know, hashtag thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> and it's a blessing we're still here, girl, both. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's true. So true. Mm. But yeah, that's, that's basically me. Uh, currently, well, I've been here for such a long time. I keep forgetting how long I've been here. But I basically live in Beijing and I've been here for a minute, eh? Quarter past a minute, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the days I walk around, I'm like, damn, yeah, no, I've been here, hey guys, hi, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever get comfortable? Is it ever like comfortable? Like you like, you wake up, you leave your house and you are in Beijing, China. Is that, does it, is that ever comfortable or that you are? It's. It's like a normal feeling where where it's like I think it's like when you go through a whole day or when like so my Chinese is abysmal my Korean is very better than my Chinese which is very embarrassing <laughs> as someone who's been here for four years but like when I get through a conversation with someone mm. so I've I think it's a western thing I read context I don't I don't understand Chinese I understand context mm. and certain words so I in the conversation I'm replying and going through I'm doing stuff and I do a whole day like a very busy day when mm. I get home like wow I did that and I barely speak the language wow wow Look at me go yeah <laughs> but it's like yeah you get phenomenal mm. you do you get comfortable but like I always have moments random moments like mm. when I'm in a Didi which is the Chinese version of Uber mm. and I look around I'm like oh but there's no English here hey <laughs> I am in China even the boards bruh <laughs> like if <laughs> like, people don't read the boards uh, in freaking ch- everything is in Chinese. Oh, everything. Like English English is your high to commodity. It's hard. Hey? It's hard life. Yeah. Oh, you're like, you're okay, there's no English. It's oh. nowhere. It's the- I remember <laughs> the time the first time you taught me how to read the Chinese character for the price of money. And you like, friend, friend, come here. You used a, a, a McDonald's board and you like, this character here is for price. It means this is like the R in Rands or the dollar sign in, and you're like, this is the sign for price. And I was like, where like where is this the same? <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to look dumb but I literally was like where is the price? I think it's like I think once you're here you learn to read like interface like I, I was getting an apartment today and it was mm. all in Chinese but somehow you just go click 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 the seems yeah. right click and then you get to yeah. the end and sometimes eight out of ten times somehow mm. you're right but sometimes yeah. you pay for the wrong thing or you order and you're like, abort, abort machine. <laughs> My money is gone. <laughs> it's gone. You know when you know you're right, when the, the, the little buttons turn green. When, yeah. Whenever the button's green, you follow the green, you're like, yes. You're like, yes. Yes, yes, that's the one. When it goes red, you're like, ah, I made a mistake. Let's go, let's try to figure it out. But like the great thing about China is you lose, you actually lose your money. You pay for the wrong thing. The moment you message, it takes the most it'll ever take is maybe mm. 24 hours, but it's back in like an hour. Yeah. So, you know, that's I love it. True. It's the ups and downs of international living. I think yeah. it really is. Yeah. Defos. 
All right. Well, thank you for introducing us. Well, friend, give us give us more of your intro. Give us more, more context. <sighs> okay, so um, you live in Beijing, China. China what do you I've do? Been... How did you get there? Well, I've been teaching for mm-hmm. like four years now. I can um, ESL, TEFL, whatever you want to call it, teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Africa. I was doing law. I was like six months shy of being a, a lawyer, an attorney, whatever you may. Mm-hmm. She's, she has like, an LLB, y'all. LLB. So whenever there's like there's like law jargon shit going on, I'm like, friend, what does that mean? And she, <laughs> actually, we had we had a moment like that like two weeks ago. Remember? Yeah. But that's a whole other story because it, it yeah it deals with that something it's, it's, else. It's still it's still there. It just like, but yeah, basically in South Africa, I kind of just woke up one day and I was like depressed. And I remember my aunt said to me, if you hate your job, you essentially hate 90% of your life because you're always at work. Mm-hmm. And many people who are studying law or who are lawyers or in any profession that requires like accountancy as well, mm-hmm. constant thinking, you could be asleep. And then you're like, oh my God, it's act two, section 5.2, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're always on. And mm-hmm. I got so tired of it. And I, will, I remember I applied for, what was that company? The tire company. I forgot the name and I applied and I got to the final round, mm-hmm. didn't get the job. And I was like, ah, you know what? Sometimes the world gives you a sign, let mm-hmm. it go. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to take a sabbatical. I was going to be an au pair. Mm-hmm. I remember I spoke to Kim, Kim who was in Korea. Remember Kim, she was in Korea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, I need to know what do I do? Should I be an au pair or what? And she's like, well, no disrespect to au pairs, but in terms of who you are and who I know you as, you're going to be like a babysitter and that's not going to work for you. Mm. You will lose your mind or kill those children. Mm. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right, girl, you're right. Mm. And I was just like searching for jobs like randomly and then I saw a post for teaching English. I applied, got a couple of offers and then got this offer for first leap. I got another offer prior from some mm. other school and let's just say it was not very trustworthy mm. but fortunately i found the first big company that i'm in now and it was it's a really get, a good gateway country country or what i say company to mm. start off in if you want to it's like a good gateway to oh. everything else okay is it because yeah, they it's... help you sort your yeah, life out like, when you arrive yeah they help you sort your life out and essentially mm. as an african you know our main issue is my paper mm. where's my money where's my mm. visa mm. if those two mm. things are sorted all your other nonsense is not my business mm. you know it's not, it's not mm. my problem in life same thing with like firstly every company has you know issues but also it's chinese so it's different obviously it's not the same they don't function the same way as western companies mm. or that's that's and that's like also kind of the custom it goes into the you know economy and that's how they work mm. so certain things like overtraining, oh they can train in this country China can mm. oh, yes 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 but that's a country thing so certainly mm, it's a culture thing the culture, mm. exactly mm. so i just block my mind off to that as long as my paycheck remains the same it's <laughs> on time and my visa is renewed i don't care yeah it's what else can you do you, you know it's like I mean, yeah, it's, it's you get your paper you get your you get both your papers you've got your visa paper and your coin paper so all your papers are sorted it's that simple if it's a culture thing there's nothing you can do about it you you just have yeah. to what do they say when you're in rome do as the romans do like exactly so i'm just i'm just like i think it's because like personality wise as, as a south african or an african i would say mm. this you know when you fight you're like eh, this is not important guys did i get paid i mean during covid mm. we all got paid four paychecks i'm mm. like honey 
please i've got other things to fight i've got mm. bigger problems to fight like tiktok we got too you. many problems to fight <laughs> like when you this hue and you this gender there's a lot <laughs> so I, i need to pick my battles in life we got to pick I our battles i can't be fighting everything that comes up my way i mean i've yeah. got to pick yeah and sometimes i'm just i'm just trying to save energy to fight mm, for the next one things. that you know is coming you know <laughs> you know it's inevitable so now now you're busy out you're just throwing away energy like it's free no it's not no, no, bro no, no, no. it's, <laughs> it's not it's painful not. so it's like and people think it's like a sign of weakness and mm-hmm. like black women who just like it's like no honey we just we're selective we know mm. and that's why sometimes people are like yo but you were quiet this whole time it's like yeah mm. because my voice wasn't required mm. when my voice is required honey best I will believe best you believe. won't shut me up best <laughs> believe <laughs> you know that's best who believe. i am exactly yeah. it's like nah yeah. but yeah that's me in a nutshell okay awesome awesome well welcome welcome um Thank so you. um let's talk about k-pop because oh, <laughs> that, that's why we're here <laughs> so let, let's talk let's talk about k-pop how how did it start because i swear to god i woke up one day and we were both k-pop fans and i still don't know how that shit happened so tell me how did it happen natalie tell me your story girl <laughs> i kind of like sat through like and like when like we talked about like obviously when you gave me the format and stuff i was like actually i need mm. to think back so i trace back like my i'd like sit down and check myself mm. and i realized in south africa I've always watched like, you know, um, Bollywood stuff or listen to Bollywood music or listen to West African music. Mm-hmm. I've always been open and you know me and my Nigerian mm-hmm. movies. We're here, Siamese mm-hmm. twins, I'm there, you know? Let me tell you, every time I used to visit her house, like, I swear, <laughs> this is not even a joke. <laughs> this is, because I used to visit her house a lot. And every time you go to her house, there is a Nigerian movie play. Not that anyone's watching it per se. It's in the background. <laughs> and, but like so i've always been had that whole openness i guess so mm. when i got to china you know the internet you know how this 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 thing called a smartphone works mm. you think something or you type one letter next thing suggest 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 mm. and so obviously me being in china i realized my youtube and stuff or all my other stuff facebook more suggestions were coming in about like asian entertainment so mm. whether it was thai vietnamese filipino or it was like chinese or korean was popping up but obviously mm. um the more predominant is chinese or korean so like yeah. chinese dramas popped up on like my facebook it would link to youtube once i watched that more would pop up and then korean stuff would pop up mm. And one day, I think I just, I heard a glimpse of the Not Today, BTS Not Today song. Mm. I was like, oh, this is a bop. And my personality is if I find one thing that I like from one person, I'm like, if I like this so much, there's a likelihood I might mm. like, or, and that happens nine out of 10 times for me. Mm. So I started listening to the album, which was, let me check. I think I, was, I forgot the name. I always forget the name of the album. It was the... Well, we have Google. Yes, we do. It was the You Never Walk Alone album. Ah, so okay. I, just, I remember I ended up listening to the whole album. Mm. And that has also Blood, Sweat and Tears. And we all know how Blood, Sweat and Tears goes. For me, it's the German beginning part. Oh, when it starts, I love all. Oh, anyway, yes. I love that song. And then it came to like Spring Day. We all know beautiful song. Mm. Wings. Mm. And then I just went back, like backtracked to the Young Forever album. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't really like... <clears throat> I would per se, I was listening to their album, 
but it was mm. basically oh i'm listening to bts mm. that was it like i'm listening to bts the song mm. or the mm. song or this album that was it mm. and i was like oh look it's seven people on the cover oh okay seven people cool moved mm. on mm. and like i remember the first person i, I learned we all know this the first person i learned Is it was rm it was my man's you know he was my man's he was mm. it for me mm. namjoon and um sugar with the fr- mm. and j-hope with the first well, i'll say namjoon the rap sugar, line like, the rap line yes. mm. so then that, that spread out i knew them i knew i could remember them clearly mm. but i wasn't like overly involved i just knew them I was like, oh, that's... and then 2017 that same year that i moved to china 2017 mm. they dropped <laughs> Mm. my drop when my oh, drop came yes. out, it was done it, I, was, yeah. I was in I feel like I abused the hell I remember being in my center mm. sitting there yo guys I jammed and that was <laughs> I was in that song guys I don't think you find it I was in that song to a point where I realized two weeks ago I still mm. listen to the song a lot mm. I realized that I could do the dance like I was just standing I was like really <laughs> Is this the dance? And oh, wow. I went, I went to the video. I'm like, oh my God. It, it, oh my God. I'm going to watch this video. And like, that's when like, then I listened to the whole album. Which mm. was, what, was, what album was it? Was it Love Yourself? Or was it the Love Yourself series? I think it's like the Love Yourself series. That's when yeah, it started. that album. And mm. that's when every album after that. It was a hit. Every, every video after that became <sighs> religion for me. It became mm. That's when I started talking to you. Like, I was like, oh my God, that's when it started the whole BTS thing. Like, girl, BTS, but like you were so much into it more. So mm. you were like, then I would be like, girl, I didn't even know that J-Hope was a funny girl. And you're like, girl, watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> and I was like, girl, you're right. And then like the weirdest thing, I remember I learned everyone's names, but the mm. two that kept, I know, uh, uh, let me guess. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess because this is common. This happens. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Changuk and Taya were they the no, two? No, not even actually. Really? For me, like Taeyang and Changuk were not that difficult because in my head I was like, Taeyang must wait. V. I'm gonna use V for now because if I put, it's already hard enough right now. Uh. And I got, I got all the done. Jin and Jimin. I know their looks distinctively, but it was, I think it was the J, I, I was just my mind, because you know me, sometimes my mind um, works extremely well, and then sometimes um, my mind refuses. My yes. mind refused. <laughs> it, it made a it's decision. Got, <laughs> it's, it's like, no. And to a point where I'm like, I know who I'm talking about. I mm, know. Mm. I know the In your head, you can voice. picture the person. I, I know the person. Mm. But it's not everything. Mm. But the wrong name would come out. And I'm like, hi, the tech man. I'm tired. <laughs> But then eventually got to a point where I was like, every time, every time I thought I'd like Google, get the name right, I'd fix it. So they got mm. better to a point where I knew it was Jen or, you know, worldwide. I finally figured it out. I knew it. So I was like, yes, okay, cool. yes. But then, you know, that kind of spiraled into other, because, you know, on suggestions, that spiraled into all the other bands. Mm. And I remember, what was the first band? After BTS, I think EXO came next. Mm-hmm. EXO came next. And after EXO, it was nct got seven mm-hmm. and it was like txt and mm. then it was like super m and i only realized hey guys k-pop stands please forgive respect mm. there mm. i have a tendency of just like you said in your last podcast i have a tendency mm. of i could i remember i have super m and monster x albums mm. but like i listen to them religiously mm. but i might know one or two members or it's not a fact that I don't care. It's just the fact that I'm more into the songs. Mm. And I can sing. Yeah. So mm. Super M, it did not click until probably a month that ago. That they came from different... <laughs> with, with Super M... You're I, a I, I, it, like to be, I realized that with Super M, 
Monster X, I, I barely watched the music video. I, I'd watched mm, it. And I you listened to it. the songs. I was into audio. The songs, so, mm. Yeah, so I had the albums downloaded on like YouTube music and I had, so I know the words, I know all the songs. The other day I'm watching, I'm like, hey, man, isn't that Kai? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Isn't that. I mean, isn't that Taeyang? <laughs> Wait, was, is that it Lucas? Was, <laughs> it was Lucas, Taeyang, and Kai. Like, and fuck, fuck me up. They oh, okay. me up. I was like, Taeyang, I was like, Taming, taming. I was like, Taming, did I get my names wrong? Taming is not here. Hello, Kai is not here. And I sat there scratching my brain. I was like, this is painful, guys. This is this is not working. And then I'm like, Natalie, you have Google. And I Google. And I'm like, oh, look at that. Mm, it's connected. It's all it's, one. It's a super group. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's is the that Avengers. Like, I was like, oh, is that the Shupa? The Shupa is for okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're literally a superhero group <laughs> but like i didn't know but that's like a thing where i'm like i listen to so much music it's so broad mm. to a point where i listen to artists from red velvet from black pink i listen mm. to different artists mm. and the group itself mm. i think yeah. bts is one of the main ones because i'm just a bts stand but i listen to like every like if any individual of them releases a yeah solo like, projects and solo albums I, and they, singles yeah the other bands um i would unless the, they release singles and i know about them i'm not mm. i might not know about them exo mm. i think i listen to most of them mm. but, uh, i listen to do kai uh, oh bekyan bekyan what's what's his new song oh my gosh this, i think it's it's cause... bambi bambi I actually these haven't listened to it months. yet. I need to these listen to that. Months. I haven't listened to it. I- these past two months, or th- I'll just say 2021, has uh, been a blessing uh, in the industry. I mean, every week it's teaser. What's next? Every what's week, next? Is come- I, I, Rose I, is releasing. Everyone is like, guys, I, can you breathe? Eh? Guys, I'm tired. <laughs> Like I see like a new as I you can I'll catch you later. <laughs> like I'll catch you. Like I know because I'm about to have a summer break, like for yeah. three months between June, July, and August. I was like, I, I save them on my list. Mm-hmm. I'll come back. It's a lot, friend. It's but it's I think when you when you in a space where you can enjoy it because you know my life has just been chaos for the yeah. last couple months so i i'm not in a space where i can enjoy it it actually when i see new releases it stresses me because i'm just like now i have to catch up i have to know i, have to, so I was like nope nope i know Rose released one i know uh uh what what shiny came back uh it's just a lot it's a lot so i was like I'll, also, I'll check it later you know when you sit you know when you, when you sit and you're like Actually, because I've just been seeing all these teasers, and I'm like, "Hey, what guys? Is there an agreement with all the entertainment groups? Don't you guys space mm. those things out? Like, give us a break. Like, we can't breathe, eh? No, Every no, day, no, no. I break They're competing day, with each other to come back, to, like the comebacks. It's insane. It's intense. It's insane. And also, the worst part is that there's a, a group, a girl group called Brave Girls, who's an mm. old group, but their song has gone viral. And an old song, like this song came out four years ago, friend. It's gone viral again, and now it's in the charts, and it's charting, and they're winning music bank shows number mm-hmm. one. So now not only are you competing with the current market, you're competing with old idols at the same time. <laughs> so they, they can't rest, babe. There's no rest for them. There's it's no intense out your head, but I love it. Can't, can't sleep like that. All right, awesome. I think that is so interesting (laughs) like this was because it's my first time hearing that and of course I've been part of 
part of that journey. So I've like mm-hmm. seen you. I mean, I saw you. I remember you were like, "Who's Jackson? Who's Jackson Wang?" You you come to me, like, "Who's Jackson?" And I was like, "Girl, let me tell you." Do you, re- do you remember the spiral? I remember you it got insane. to a point where you were like, "My friend," you were like, "Friend, friend, friend, pause, take a break," because I was just I was spinning every every day. It's like, wait, 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 who's this one? Wait, who? Wait, wait, hold up, there's more. And I'm like, "Yo," and then it was the, there was a group that just seventeen. And I was like, uh-huh. "Listen." No, it's gone to a point where now, because I've been here for a while, I can say like, oh my God, listen, for you, I'm just going to listen to music. I'm sorry. Mm, like, there's, mm. there's too many human there's, beings. There's, there's 13 I, members I'm of 17. How? I, like, I think, I only know Vernon. That, that's the only member. Vernon. That's I mean, the we only all know one. why. We all know why. We well, he's American. Vernon. And if you see him, you understand. But <laughs> the anyway. Feature, the features, the features. It's I'm not going to lie. I watch all the videos and I'm, I'm playing boss. Find, find Vernon. I'm find like, Vernon. Yeah, find it's the visuals, babe. He's a visual god. That's the, it's, it's the visuals. It, it is. I, it's unfortunate that we like, we pick you because it's, but it's the same with Kai. Like I remember when I first saw EXO, I was like, who is this person? I need to know who this person is. But I just want to say for mm. those out there listening, do yourself a favor. Watch mm. you some Kai, Taemin and Jimin dancing. Yo. You're welcome. You are Yo. welcome. Bless them, friend. Bless them. <laughs> Bless them. And plus, they friends, which is even cooler. Like, can you imagine the three of them hanging out? What do they even talk about? It's, it's, anyway, Super M's like, be like before we move on, Super M's mm. uh, new video. I haven't watched it yet. I just saw mm. it. I've watched so much. I can't remember. But I remember watching a clip of Kai and watching Taemin together. And I was like, is this even fair? Why are the rest of the members here? This should just be why i mean you guys are working hard bless you but yeah. these two like their movement they stand so out they stand like, out they, but they're incredible dancers that's they're why. all incredible, they, they incredible are, they dancers are. like yeah. kai and 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 Taemin and taeyang the Ooh. three of and ten oh, oh my oh. god the, the the dancing is just they but kai is known as the dance king like he's yes. they call him the dance king because motherfucker he is a dance king like <laughs> he is a dance king so yes you're yeah. right nats is right if you want to be blessed, if you're having a shitty day, please check out Kai, Jimin, and Taemin mm-hmm. dancing. There's actually a video of Taemin and Jimin doing a dance collab. Yes. Start there. Oh, yeah. Start there. You'll love it. You'll mm. love it. Okay. I think we can move on. Let's let's yes. let's move on. Thank you for the intro, friend. Thank you for sharing your story about <laughs> how you got into K-pop. <laughs> so as you can tell, we both like K-pop. <laughs> we like K-pop a lot, which is okay. And it is, it's fun. If you've never tried K-pop, let me just give you a quick summation of what to mm. expect. Expect visuals, babe. Visuals. Ooh. Girls will give you visuals. Just watch Fasa for a minute clip, you'll understand. The girls will give you visuals, uh, the guys will give you visuals. And this is not just visuals in terms of aesthetic looks, but it's visuals in terms of choreography, in terms of the quality of their music video. Yes. People are not on the same level as K-pop. Art, you, your faves are artistry, not. Artistry, it's just, it's intense. It's, it's, it's a different it's level. It's just a different level, friend. Like, the, the, um, what do you call it? English guys, words, vocab, forgive cinematography, me. Cinematography that but like the in syncness that's the word oh yes 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 they, they, the they, they're tight they're very it's tight flawless it's, it's flawless. flawless and they they practice you can tell they practice they spend a lot of time practicing and they work insanely hard that's probably mm. one of the reasons why bts is as popular as they are because they kind of showed us 
how hard they work in, I in mean even even season. like I think shiny like shiny uh shiny's um comeback mm. um watching watching Kim Hee Cho and like how the the group supported even though he can't dance as much but mm. he's putting in as much work as he can mm. you have a certain level of respect in their camaraderie and their brotherhood and their hard work and these are grown men these are mm. grown men mm. these are 35 year old he's 38 i think he's almost 30, 40 can 30, you even I know, believe 38 35 year old how old simon saiwan saiwan who's saiwan 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 i don't know i think he's in his 30s he's like 32 33 that one that man is it's upsetting let's not get there friend <laughs> let's, let's not get distracted okay anyway yes, so that, not, not. That, that, that is k-pop in, in a nutshell <laughs> okay let's get started with our topic for today so we yes. are here to talk about cultural appropriation um mm-hmm. you've been given context so don't come for us here because you understand exactly what's coming you know so don't come for us because we'll come right back for you anyway mm-hmm. let, let, <laughs> let's get started um Okay, so let's talk about what is cultural appropriation. So I'm yes. actually going to look up the, the scientific definition for it so that, you know, we are coming out here with, with defects. Because people are like, you know, there are people who are like, cultural appropriation is not a thing. And it's, it's like, no, it's a thing. If there's a but definition there's, for it, then it's a thing, you know? Those are, the, those are the people who are the leaders of appropriation. Anyone yes. who are the leaders. Absolutely. Uh, definition. Let's see. Mm, okay. So cultural appropriation. This is according to Google. Uh, mm-hmm. So cultural appropriation, the word is a noun. <laughs> We're English teachers here, girl. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. The word is a noun. Um, the unacknowledged, keyword here, unacknowledged, mm. or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas of one people or society by members of another, and mm. typically more dominant people of mm. society. The keyword there, dominant people of society. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is the scientific definition. So Fred, how would you describe cultural appropriation to yourself? Okay. So when I was obviously looking at definitions and doing research, because you can't talk about something without research, mm-hmm. which also flows into cultural appropriation. Exactly. Exactly. So you mentioned some of the keywords as well that I underlined from the definition, which are unacknowledged, inappropriate. I also added ignorant and uneducated. Mm. And it's these actions put together. And also the main one I put in is entitlement. Mm. Mm. To, ad- to adopt or exhibit or like the exhibition or use or donning mm. of practices, elements, customs, aesthetics, or significant identifying characteristics of another, of another person, people, mm. or ethnic group or society with the intent Mm. to benefit for oneself or under mm. the guise of ignorance mm. or just for superficial aesthetics like yes. people say fashion or it's cool. chic or it looks good cool, or cool. it's hip yeah it's basically yeah. when you t- it's for me it's taking from another person mm. for, and putting in your place and it's basically as the definition says you're putting mm. yourself in a position of power mm. over that person because mm. you're taking mm. without justification mm. or understanding mm. yeah and based yeah that's basically my definition mm. of it. 
Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I, I agree with your definition and I agree with the scientific definition. It, it just makes sense. And I think the one thing that I'll point out is the power dynamics, right? Mm. Because it, it seems like one group has more dominant power within the societal structure. So they can yeah. take ne and not be called out or even if they are called out, it doesn't affect them that much mm. you know so they can still benefit economically socially kardashians <laughs> um and <laughs> i'm just saying and 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 not accredit people mm. for for their talents and for their customs and beliefs and ideas mm. and that's a problem okay so that is cultural <clears throat> appropriation now obviously we cannot talk about cultural appropriation and not talk about cultural appreciation because that's also a thing as well right mm -hmm. so let's look up the definition for cultural appreciation mm -hmm. um give me one second thank god a pro a pro creation a pre they start with the same appr together they kept it together they kept it together they kept it together i'm here for it okay so cultural appreciation so cultural appreciation is when you earnestly seek, and it's actually the antithesis of appropriation. <laughs> like it, it's the antithesis. Me, yes. So cultural appreciation is when you earnestly seek to learn about or explore a different culture. You learn, you listen, babe, mm. you listen. You mm -hmm. strive to understand. You seek to honor its beliefs, and its traditions. Well, one, it's the difference. It's the antithesis of the Same other again. one. The people in the back. It's the antithesis. You learn, mm. you listen, you strive to understand. Not when mm. they call you out, you're like, that's the difference. Hashtag someone who recently said, educate me. Educate yourself. You educate yourself. Remember, we remember who said that. You, you remember. And she's 60 years old. We're like, baby, you've been around for a long time. You can't be like that. But it's not like you were born in Africa. And you're like, oh, but Africa's a third world. My friends, you were born in Europe. Okay, you're always out there saying first world. First so world. Get yourself some first world education. You know what? That is it. We can close now. That was, the, that's <laughs> it. We, we, can, we can honestly close. <laughs> so... What is your definition of appreciation, Brent? Because obviously, as, as a Black woman, you will see people appropriating yes. our culture all the time. And mm. I know how I feel about it and how I try to distinguish the difference between appropriation mm. and appreciation. So how do you navigate that space in your mind? Um, I think before, I think also, as I said, the key word here, as you also said, the key word is education and acknowledgement. Mm. Mm. Knowledgeable, being knowledgeable. And I feel like when I was younger, I also feel like maybe because I wasn't exposed or I never exposed myself to these scenarios mm. or the information, there are certain things that I was like, ah, whatever. But like mm. the older you get and the more you understand. For me, it's what basically my, I, my definition in simple terms is what do you understand or what do you know? Mm. Or do you know the reason for mm. mm. something? Mm. And even then, like is it okay like yeah. how do you is it okay how do you think I would feel so it's like basically like um, I read an article and it's like if my identity or the identity of the people is linked to it mm. you can appreciate it only to a certain degree 
that mm. even your appreciation should involve the people whether mm. it's accrediting them or making an open dialogue or referencing what they've said that's appreciation mm. Mm. but if mm. you take it and say oh in my documentary but there's no sign of the people mm. where, where, where's my appreciate are you appreciating it or what Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so it's in essence it's understanding the, imp- the importance at the moment you understand the importance of their practices their elements their customs mm-hmm. aesthetic or mm-hmm. identifying characteristics mm-hmm. in that sense that is then when you understand and you can appreciate and then you can ex- like have exhibitions or you can mm-hmm. have um whatever it is that you want to do with it mm-hmm. share, mm-hmm. share the share the culture in a respectful manner Mm, mm, that is yeah. the appreciation. It's how you share it. Mm. Because once you have the knowledge, you are able to distinguish what's appropriate to share. Mm. No one has a damn right doing to do about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I second that completely. And I think for me, it's about understanding the value mm. that it has to the party that holds yes. that culture it's yeah. it, it really is an empathy thing like it yeah. really stems from an empathetic place because you are saying this matters to this individual so yeah. much and then you can then learn about it and then you can partake the key word here yes. is partake you are not the owner it is not yours you don't get to rename it you don't get to give it a name that was i'm just saying friends i'm, I'm just saying you know, you I'm, don't, just, I'm, I'm waiting for you to get the chance to put the example out because i know the example i can see it. it's coming me i'm just saying you know you don't get to rename it you you get to to partake in it as a spectator you are a spectator here it's that simple and if you don't get it, motherfucker, you don't get it. Move on. It's such a business. You don't have to get it or change it or dumb it down. Or modify it. No. Some things are not for you. you They're not. They're not. They just, they like just are not. It's like colors, hairstyles, clothes, shoes. Mm. Some things just don't look good on you. Some mm. things, some whatever it is, if you don't understand it, leave it alone. Leave it alone. For you. But that, the, I think you mentioned such an interesting point. The word ignorant is very important here mm. because even when people do not understand it, for me, the empowerment and entitlement to act in not understanding is jarring. I find it jarring because in any given context in life, you try to understand things in order to move ahead, right? So I find it jarring for me in that regard. But anyway, let's move on. Thank you for that incredible definition, friend, uh, and mic drop. I told you we could end there. We really have educated you. Like we have, edu- we have. And, and if you're still c- coming here and telling me things that do not make sense, that it's embarrassing for someone to from someone in the first world to be like educate me. And Africans are like educate how 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 how, how? because how, how must no. I teach you since no, no, uh, since no. no honey no. no you have access to the internet. We all that's why in 2021. Me, I'm not cutting any slack. No, but I was talking to my sister yesterday and we're saying, she's like, me, I'm tired of being kind. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, I'm over being kind. I, I'm, 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 I can't take it anymore because I realized kindness doesn't get you far. I'm not saying we should not be kind. Kindness is very important. Don't get me wrong. But it's just to show that the threshold is reached. We've not reached enough. it. It's not enough anymore for you to say, oh, sorry, I didn't know how. 
How? Yeah. That's not a thing like, anymore. Even before then, fine, there was a dim light on these issues. It was a very dim light. So mm. yes, people could plead ignorance a little mm. bit. Mm. But with 2020 and 2021 happening, Mm-mm. there's so much light on everything, my friend. How, how you don't know? How? You don't even have to read a book, friend. You don't have to read a book. Well, I know it's hard for people to sit down and read books. <laughs> I understand. But you, they, they are YouTube videos. They are short articles. They are, I think, Vox the youtube channel vox netflix <clears throat> ted talks come on come on people babe. have gone so far as to even make it bite-sized tiktok mm. versions mm. bite-sized for mm. you with short short attention spans 40 and seconds and to one me, minute and you go i don't know i don't know how Mm-mm. no my friend fuck off you knew you're we've reached just... our threshold we're not taking that no more <laughs> no <We're> more. <laughs> okay let's move on let's move on so we've defined appreciation we've defined appropriation and there is a clear, distinct separation of the two. Mm. It's very clear. Yeah. And I think if most people actually came from a space of appreciation, mm. there would be there wouldn't be as much backlash. I honestly believe that. If people yeah. came from that, there would not be all of this backlash. But unfortunately, people don't take the time because appreciation takes time. It's work. People don't mm-hmm. like to do the work. So I and think also, that's- unfortunately, I feel like what people don't un- well actually I want people to understand mm. what people I'm going to use this word freely and I said what I said call mm. me out or not but it's true mm. people can say understanding but also it's the fact it's the tantrum mentality of mm. appreciation if you want to put it broadly it's also not constricting but it, mm. technically it is mm. there's boundaries and appreciation mm. is a boundary mm. and mm. what do people do with boundaries why 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 why, mm. why can't I get in there why why mm. But also many of the people who are saying why are the masters of boundaries. Mm. I'm like, why? What's your problem now? Or because, when it applies to them. Yeah, when so when like, it applies to them. Mm. In history, you are the writers of boundaries. We mm. all know who you are. You, you wrote created boundaries. it. You and created it. Now that we want to we want to put boundaries on stuff that we want to keep sacred to us. Mm. Now you're telling me why. Why? Mm. Why? Mm. Why are you policing it? Stop policing. Hello, you built the whole system. Whiteness is built on policing. I'm just going to say it. And I say <laughs> it is. It it's is. built on policing. So now we're policing our own cultures and our own heritages and our own history. Yeah, motherfucker, fall in line. It's that simple. And the, the worst <laughs> part is you try, you try to erase it. Mm. So we saved it. Mm. Now that we've saved it and you're jealous because you were the ones who sold out your own culture and wanted to force mm. it down everyone else's throat. Mm. You forced it down we never wanted it mm, mm. you forced it on our throats mm. and now we're trying to save the little bit we have left that we like you tried to erase mm. now you want it you wanted to you want that too and not even friend the little bit we saved the new things we created after you it's tried off. to destroy yes. us <laughs> and, they're, and they're like no but this is new it's new yes it's new but it's based off of the stuff we're pay- we're paying obviously our ancestors or our ancestors or whatever our ancestry have passed on but they passed mm. on this little bit of information but thing is whatever they started the originators of our uh, religions or traditions or cultures it evolved stage mm. by stage tribe by mm. tribe so yes mm. our tribe our generation is evolving that stuff based on the originators mm. so it's still ours even if i decide to change it and make it applicable to an app Mm. It is still mine. It it's is still, still in my culture. Ours. I it's just I ours. just applied it to us, but it's still based off of that. So technically, mm. not even technically, it is. It is mine. It is. Leave it alone. It is. It is. It is. And I feel like I will say this very distinctively. 
I do not think whiteness can ever claim appropriation. And I'll say because of what you mentioned, that you forced it down our throats. We, you westernized us. <laughs> you do understand what I'm saying? We didn't want it. We didn't ask for it. You felt we needed it. And so you forced it down our throats. And don't be upset now when what you forced down people's throats is all they are. Don't be upset. And then be like, oh, but you doing this, you do. No, we cannot appropriate something that you forced down our throats and created a system to ensure that it's upheld consistently. So no, I said you it. You, you started it. You can't now blame me, my friend. You can't. You, no. you gave the answers. We never gave our answers. Now mm. you're telling me I must give you my answers. I never mm. gave you my answers. So you gave my problem. You, you came to us. Helen, you got on a, on a boat. You sailed and you came to where I was. I'm just saying, okay, let's continue, friend. Let, let's continue. So let's look at some examples of Ooh, cultural yeah. appropriation. No, I was ready for what? this. No, I was ready. <laughs> so... <laughs> we know that uh, as we talked about in the definition that it can be customs it can be ideas it can be uh, relics it can be mm. rituals right so it's not just limited to mm. the aesthetics and i think people forget that they get caught up in the mm. aesthetics of it but it's a number of uh different mm. levels of it so let's look at some of yeah. of that um okay so i have some examples yeah. <laughs> uh so i'm gonna have a look I hope I didn't close that tab that I left. Oh, no, I thought <laughs> yeah. Okay, so while you have a look, do you want me to start with one example? Yes, you I'll, can go I'll, ahead. I'll, I'll intertwine the two because they're similar. Mm. So in like some, obviously YouTube, the internet, if you research anything. Mm. So this basically borderlines on appropriation versus appreciation, mm. where the boundary is. Mm. So we know feathers and beads are everywhere in every culture significant to every culture mm. any culture that has customs any culture that whether it's in south america whether it's in africa europe asia mm. beads played an intricate part somehow or feathers somehow yeah yeah but yeah. the two i'm going to use are the ones that i've researched mm. would be africans mm -hmm. in terms of beads and um native americans in terms of um the headdress or the, mm. or the feathers the headdress mm. or the i think they call it a war something war i forgot i just looked at it earlier mm. but basically commonly known as a headdress with the feathers the, the mm. big mm. headdress so i think most people you've seen it you know what it looks like if you yes. think of in south africa i'll give this perfect example think of spur if you've ever been to spur their logo is actually taking from native mm. american culture that because is, it's a headdress. that is if we're being from the research, mm. that in itself is appropriation. Mm. The reason why a headdress, Native American headdress is appropriation, no matter how you try to sell it, mm. is the, the significance mm. of the headdress. It mm. was not just, if everyone in Native America was wearing it, any Tom, Dick and Harry was wearing it, and if you came into, the, into their village and you were a, a guest or a foreigner and they gave it to you, shut. Mm. It was mm. common, it was common mm. use. Mm. But the headdress was significant in terms of it was worn by those who have earned the mm. right and honor through a formal recognition by the people. It was mm. worn by, uh, it was a symbol of strength, bravery. It was worn by the most powerful, influential members. Mm. It was worn for ceremonies. It was worn for like the tribes and like wars. Mm. So there's a, a significance to it. It's, it's tied to something. It mm. is tied mm. to something. There's a specific mm. reason for it. Therefore, you using it in your little festivals, your little festivals in the mountains there is wrong. You're appropriating it. You using it, Farel, 
in, in your L magazine cover appropriation. Mm. Where were you? Where were mm. you? Where mm. were your people mm. when there were wars and they were dying and they were mm. fighting for their mm. land mm. or when they were having rights of passages or when a person or one of their ancestors was fighting for his name or his family's right? Where mm. were you? How did you earn it? The question is, how did you earn it? <laughs> how did you earn to wear it? Yeah. essence of a headdress was you earned it people identified mm. it was a step it was mm. like it was a it was a significant honor to wear it mm. so mm. how who are you that, that's who are you no matter yeah. how you paint it it's appropriation mm. because mm. this i wrote here basically the reason why it's appropriation it's because mm. you were not involved in the struggles the pain the tears mm. the joy mm. the suffering or the happiness in that item mm. therefore you have no right exactly even, even exactly. if i tell you about it even mm. if a chief tells you about it mm. you cannot wear it mm. that's one and then the other one is african beads Mm. African beads stem from a long time ago. They were used for so many different things, but mm. mainly from what I've seen, they were used from my research. They were used to identify, they were identifying markers mm. in mm. terms of who you are in society, mm. economically, your position, your, your class, mm. your class, mm. the tribes, your so tribes. They knew who you were. All they were mm. used in rituals, they were used in rites of passage ceremonies, mm. they were used holistically. Um, Cowrie, cowrie shells were used as a bridal price they were mm. used as currency mm. um the venetian trade beads were used mm. particularly for slave trade wow so like all that <clears> stuff <throat> imagine now mm. someone taking a venetian trade mm. a bead mm. putting it there and wearing it and like no it just looks good it just adds for the white it's cool it's cool it's cool okay. it looks cool it's hip it's that's, stylish that's the mm. appreciation Basically, for this, I call these type of things mm. appropriation. Mm. It's different if you buy or you go to like vendor or mm. you go to like South Africa, I'll give examples. Mm. And then you go past a, a shop, like a little trinket shop, mm. and they have colorful beads which they write like, oh, South Africa. Mm. That's, that's appreciation. Yeah, that's like a memorabilia. And it, it goes back to your point. It's commonly distributed. It's commonly exactly. used. So that's, it's... yeah. And they that's they selling it to you, which means they want yeah. to sell it to you. They want you to have it. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. that's celebrating that. That's celebrating that's like appreciating. Mm. But if you are to then have, or you visit your friends and you happen to see an old lady, and maybe she's struggling, or you buy an identical, mm. the specific bead type, the specific bead type, the specific color, the mm. specific design, format, placing, everything is identical. Mm. to how like for example nigerians how they wear mm. it how the royalty wear they wear their beads mm. Mm. exactly how the chiefs or how the kings wear it exactly how it is mm. and then you decide to wear it just because it makes your dress look good or just because mm. your suit mm. looks good mm. no same mm. goes for the kent uh, what, what is it, the kentaker oh, i forget the name but if it's the ones they sell commercially great yes that's the thing that's the difference here that's the difference experience a culture a tradition Mm. a rite of passage a ritual you have no right Mm. to it at all you you don't you don't and i think that is where you that's where the line is drawn i will have to say that is exactly where the line is drawn because i feel like even if you can appreciate a culture and you want to practice appreciation i honestly think like you mentioned, appreciation sets boundaries and it lets you know that I cannot go further than this. This is the limitation of my ability to partake. And -hmm. people don't want that. People don't want to be told, no, sweetie, this is not what you can do. And I think that is what is seen 
in the rise of appropriation because appropriation has no accountability. You can mm-hmm. just do it, claim ignorance, move on. Do it, have a small apology, move on. But appreciation is work. So you're going to have to learn about it. You're going to have to know yeah. that this, this headgear is not just for coolness. This headgear has to be earned. And because you don't want to earn it, you, you don't, you're not interested yeah. in, in doing that. But and not even that you don't want to earn it, you cannot earn it, actually. Mm, <laughs> it's, it's that realization, like, as much as I want to wear this, I actually can't. And, and trying to understand and trying to learn about it will make you realize that. But you mm. don't want to be told no. So yeah, you're not going to, to do the work. That's Just it. Just like for, like, in, uh, what was it? Uh, Black Panther. Mm. When, uh, was it South African or Ghana? I forgot which tribe was mm. uh, suing the public, uh, the production company mm. and people some people are like why and it's like no 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 yes you can use the cloth mm. or whatever mm. but just like in a native american movie even mm. if you consult if if you had properly consulted mm. the right people not just mm. a possa person mm. or any not just a, a random mm. like the chiefs i feel like chiefs. in that sense you'd have yeah. to consult the actual exactly. chiefs of that if you community had, yeah. if you consulted those people they would mm. tell you at, how far you could wear certain or which mm. type to wear mm. and mm. how far you could go just like a native american would a uh, chief or ancestry rest whatever it is that they have mm. access to they would tell you that in your movie or documentary you mm. can use this type of headdress mm. this type mm. and you can do it this way and this is how you show it and this is how you mm. depict it mm. you cannot talk about this you cannot mm. do this you have no business and they have a right of not sharing that with you yeah they have every right they have it's theirs it's theirs that's what if you use it inappropriately so if you say oh you google like oh look they wear this 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 tribe whatever wears this this tribe wears this so we can wear it no Mm. you didn't research why they're wearing it. now you're wearing the the coat or the, the dress or whatever it is inappropriate and now you're mixing it with a wedding but that's one for a funeral no you know which one which one drives me insane for me personally it's the fusion of it. People love fusion, 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 fusion. You know what? Some things should not be fused. <laughs> like some things just should not be fused. And it's, 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 it, it goes back to that ignorant aspect of it because it, it, clearly you have no understanding, no knowledge of what you're doing. So you're gonna mix up these elements. You're going, mm-hmm. you're gonna say wear the wrong color for, if it's for a funeral or a wedding, like you were saying, you're going to end up mixing cultures in one person like in one outfit you have mixed five different cultures in one it's a mess it's a mess countries you have no understanding of any of the things five things you have done to yourself but it's cool (laughs) i we can't do that we just can't do that no and i honestly think that is the difference is is the separation of the two people don't want to be told no Power groups do not want to be told no. They, they don't want to be. Me, yeah, I'm just saying, friend. Why, why should they? They're no, they don't want to be told no. They don't. They don't. No. Okay. So those were incredible definitions. And I think that is actually the best difference, the, the best way of separating the two appropriation and appreciation. And is that appreciation gives you boundaries. <laughs> it tells you no, bitch. And people don't want to hear no. No, it's like, why? No, why? No, what? And that's why people get worked up. They get, they get angry, actually. It goes back it to say it's, it's, 
it's the fact that you see yourself as you said the position of power dominance mm. and mm. because you see yourself as you're above everyone else you're mm. like how dare you tell me mm. that that's basically mm. it how dare that's you tell it. me that? how the dare hell you, do you think the you system are? is designed for me don't you know don't you know why, so, why are you telling me now hey we know but we're going to tell you still we will still tell you and okay so it's a, yeah sorry so it's not even a no, thing no, finish your sentence it's not mm. even like disrespectful it's more mm. like we're saying no because just like everyone has boundaries every human being has boundaries we're also saying listen this is sacred to my mm. people our struggles mm. our pain mm. like the the venetian beads people mm. my our people were sold sold Using like that. a piece of meat mm. so yes if i say don't fucking use it don't fucking use it don't, it's Something the same like thing it's the same thing with the n-word friend it's the same thing with the n-word it's like i think actually let's talk about the n-word quickly before i give you the example yeah. that i want to give you so let's talk about the n-word because the n-word for me is a form of using it as a non-black person is a form of appropriation me mm. myself as a black person yes i'm black I tell you this all the time, guys, that I'm black. Like you should know, but it's a thing. I tell, I'm black. So I can, I use it because I'm black. But even myself as a black person, I know I'm not black American. So if mm. for me, if a black American said to me, I'm not comfortable with you using that word, then I would stop using that mm. word because the person who's people experienced the struggle and the pain behind that word is telling me, I'm not comfortable with you using that word. Mm. Who am I to then say, no, the person has told you, the person who experienced it is telling you no. So yeah. why are you then saying, it's, 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 a, it's a form of, if we say appreciation is a form of requiring empathy, I think um, appropriation is a form of narcissism because what you're yeah. doing is you are centering yourself in someone else's uh, narrative. Because you mm. using the N-word, and the N-word is actually a little bit worse because it, it's being taken back. That's another interesting aspect of it. It's being taken back. Its value was repossessed by the people who were oppressed by it. So it has a history of oppression. It's rooted in oppression. And so when, when the, the people take it back for themselves and use it to refer to each other, and they've taken power back by using it, you have a problem with that number it one hurts. you were using it, it firstly to diminish them to try <laughs> and destroy them they came back yeah. and said uh, no we're gonna use it amongst each other as a form of camaraderie as a form of brotherhood sisterhood we're gonna own it and then people are like oh my god they're taking it back what, what they take why and then that's where it comes from that's the problem that they cannot use it anymore to exercise power and oppression and authority over that mm. group of people. And so for me, the N-word is so interesting. Why do white people want to use it so bad? Like, I, I, I'm genuinely asking because I don't understand. And it's, you should actually question weird. yourself as a white person. Why do you want to use that word so bad? And it's even worse when you just want to use it because your favorite rapper uses it. That's the it's worst for me. That, that one that one throws me off completely. <laughs> it's, the, it's the stupidity for me. <laughs> it's the stupidity for me, friend. Because not only are you ignorantly dumb, <laughs> you dumb, bro. I'm telling you're you, dumb, you're, dumb. you're dumb. Not only are you ignorantly dumb, you want to use it because it's cool. It's cool. And you, you don't even understand the history of it, mm. but it's cool. Come now, guys. I'm a friend. Yeah, no, but you know, I'm like you in a sense, but like also, I think we spoke about this a while ago where I told mm. you that 
with everything black lives matter and everything mm. um i got to a point where i had to do some you know self-evaluation some check yourself because if i'm telling you to check yourself mm. i must be able to check myself mm. and i checked myself right at the door mm. and i realized that i shouldn't even use the n-word and i got mm. to a point where i was like actually why do i even use this word why do it's, you use it <laughs> my, why i as a black person, mm. as a descendant, as also as a camaraderie, we are, we are we are technically extended descendants of each other. We are yeah. related in a sense. We, mm. we are tied together mm. by our struggle and everything. We are still one. So mm. I can empathize with you. I can stand with you, mm. but mm. I don't feel I have the right to use that mm. word. And mm. because it's a habit that mm. I've had, Mm. I've had to like every time it comes out I'm like oh nope mm-mm, bring stop, it back stop stop so mm. I would like mm. I still I still falter because mm. I'm not perfect I'm human mm. but I have checked myself and I check myself every time I use it and I can mm. set my usage of the word mm. as essentially mm. and I'm like I'm a black person an African mm. Person, mm. I know I'm not the only one we're not the only ones mm. but if a black person can be like eh guys whoa I'm uncomfortable with it <laughs> When, when, who when, are you? Who are you? Like, wow, wow, mm. I wanna no, what, yeah. okay, you're singing, you're singing mm. about it. You're singing, mm. Yeah, so what? I'm singing about mm. Mm. Us, mm. Me. Mm. because you and your people mm. then made this word up and then tried to F up my people and mm. make us feel small. Now I'm using the word used to make me feel small, to make myself mm. feel big, to stand tall, keep my mm. head up, tear those mm. down mm. and yeah. Now it's hurting you and all mm. you want is all they want is mm. to take back the word and use it as a word why because mm. the reason why i would say why like white people why you can't say the word is because when you say it mm. you know are you saying no when you, when know you say it do mm. you mean mm. do you, are you trying to say it because most of the time it's said or if it's mm. sung, fine still wrong mm. definitely wrong mm. but most times when it's said mm. with direction mm. why are you saying it Mm. Are you it to say, oh, hey friend no you want to hurt no somebody. you want to hurt somebody you using it to hurt not, you can never have the damn word because mm. your intent is mm. to take the word back mm. and use it back to degrade someone you anytime mm. any person who is not black uses that word your mm. intention is to hurt a black person you want to fuck mm. up their day you want to mm. ruin their day mm. and, and you want to make them feel small you're trying to make them feel small that is the intention of it it. have you noticed in these karen videos it actually talks to your point in these karen videos where you know the karens are karening in the streets and there's like an altercation between a karen and a black person the word that they throw number it it just comes out and because it's not that they don't they know the power they know the history so they know that if i say this word it's going to fuck up this person's day there, there's this one I, it, it went it was viral i think early this year mm. this one dude he's drunk this white dude he's drunk and he's going off and going off and off and he's talking to a, a, like a, a well-built <laughs> brother we're talking about a well-built brother here so he's going off they're at a counter they're standing in a line they even social distancing, but that way Duke did not understand that there's social distancing happening. So there's some altercation, some altercation. He throws out the N-word. This guy takes the, the, the brother, he takes the a bottle of some beverage, a can, and friend, he trapped him. <laughs> you see, now you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get trapped because you dumped. He takes and pa and 
the friend you need to go watch this on twitter the 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 the, the sound you know when you feel someone this you just from the sound alone you like this one pet <laughs> it pet you it had and it, he punched him to the point where he fell like it, it, it took him back the punch and as soon as he fell to the ground as soon as he hit him someone walked into the shop so you hear the bell as someone's walking in right after him and it adds perfect comedic relief because you're just like this is gold do you know as i'm listening to you, what i just thought of what would help our our white brothers and sisters what would help them our fair brothers if, and sisters you know if they if they adopted the black or the i'd say black short i'm not sure about african-american i think mm. from like the comedy shows i think they're similar i think they have similar aesthetics we what they do similar comedic humor yeah similar. Yeah, sim- exactly mm. but i'll take for african because that's where we are i've seen in different african cultures mm. but if they had that thing of account like the comedic accountability mm. of when a karen does the whole thing and it blows up and they go and they literally sit there on cue but what do you think was going to happen friend well, like we if know. If, if that guy got beaten up and his friend is there and he goes and the guy gets up, call the cops and the friend goes, call them for what? Uh, did you not call them the word, my friend? Uh-uh. Sit there and take your L. Take your oh, L. You earned it, babe. Other out. That's why in South Africa, like, it, right, not to say that racism isn't there, but mm. there's accountability, instant mm. accountability where people go. In the go, moment. But in friend, what, what? Like, in South, if it happens, I'm like, but what did you think was going to happen? Mm. Like, you know, what did you think was going to happen? Because... <laughs> You asked for it. But it's actually a form of entitlement. And it goes to show the depth of the power dynamic here. Hmm. Because the, the powerful dynamic or the power group in this instant feels like there will be no repercussions. There will be no backlash. So that guy, when he got trapped by a freaking can of soda, <laughs> he was jarred. He did not understand <laughs> what had happened to him. And it's like anyone, like you said, anyone looking at the situation from the outside, we all saw it coming, babe. Like we, we, all, we all, even the, 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 the lady behind it, she was like, yeah. So what actually, there was instant accountability because if you watch the video, the lady who took, she's like, well, what did you expect to happen? You should, friend, you need to watch that video. It's the perfect example if, of this. If that movie. happened, if that happened, they would have, there would be more shame involved because mm. your own people would be like, no, but friend, hold on, hold, <laughs> hold on. What do you think? Like, we all know in South Africa when, like, social media influencers or anyone does something and people on Twitter go in. They and they're go like, in. And they're like, my friend, relax. Take that back. You're, you're bothering us. You're doing too what, much. What, what, was the, what was the thing with um? Was it? Oh, I forgot who it was. Mm. And she posted about ah, oh, forgive me, South Africans. I forgot like the names. The mm. SABC presenter who just who just retired. Big name. Ah, oh, forgive me for not knowing. Why am I stressing? Let me just Google. Hey, Google, friend. I don't know why you're stressing. Hey, Google. Like you know, uh my dad always watched Sky News, so it's hard in this life. <laughs> and, and I'm not gonna lie, news was not for me, guys. I'm not even gonna lie, news was not Bruh, for me. News is, was a religion in my household, they, and it was the seven o'clock news that was the religion. Just come, go to the lounge, sit down, and then the news starts. And it was, I remember they used to have it in different languages English, Afrikaans, Tsonga, Tsonga. And then the vendors oh, yes, went yes. and striked yes. and we said, That's give us our own. And then we eventually got the vendor news. But anyway, yes. But the thing is, I knew her. When I saw her, mm. I, 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 like, I binged watched all her videos when I, when I realized she was um, 
retired uno uno colo footworm Mm. I know her face. I grew up watching her. Like I, I think I, I, I know her see, face too. You know, I, I, face, I see her name, in my head. Yes. The name was not so. Mm. Um, I forgot which celebrity was it that commented. Oh, I grew up watching her when I was two or three. I used to scream her name out mm. and everything. And the South Africans were like, two or three. You could say not all of her boom. But South Africans, we can be so dumb though. Like <laughs> what? <laughs>
oh, the ship goes down. Me, I'd love to be a fly in those spaces because that's when you're your most comfortable, right? That's when you feel like you can mm. say whatever. So for me, I need you to be in that room as an ally when you are around your people and calling it out. Mm. That's what we need here. And for also, them. That's correct me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, just like mm. this with the N-word, mm. Black people, mm. we can tease each other in ourselves like if it's a funny thing we can mm. joke to each other mm. especially if we're all joking mm. Mm. like if it's all a comedic thing mm. we can make jokes mm. about each other mm. like we've sat in a room where like we've laughed because like i've like in my family mm. there was a point where i was darker mm. like there was mm. a moment where i got really, really dark my mom, and, in our people. and my no but like this it was it was because I'm dark, but that's how mm. my mom was like, stop playing in the sun, stop playing in the sun, stop mm. it, stop it. And she's like, mm. my friend, stop mm. playing in the sun. I mm. kept on going. She's like, okay, shut. Mm. Came back, now I'm dark. Mm. And my mom goes, and I'm there, I'm sad. She's like, why are you sad? Mm. You, you did this to yourself. I told you. Mm. And then if you're a singer, she'd be like, no. And like, I think with my mom, even though sometimes I was like, well, I think you go too far. Her way of accountability was, mm. no, I'm going to, I'm going to make you laugh. My friends, we're going to mm. say things. Mm. And like, it, it's a joke. But mm. it's like, okay, this is a joke. But even then, if those jokes and every party is, is an agreement, there's still a boundary to those jokes. Mm. But if I make the joke, just like mm. the N-word, mm. I can make it. Mm. Just because I make it with my friends. And they go, no, but you guys make the joke. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's the boundary here, babe. That, but it's, it's the lack of understanding of that community relationship. It's, it's not there. Because we, you can make jokes about your people within your circle. And because there's an understanding, it's never spoken. You do realize this understanding, this boundary. We never talk about it, but we know it's there. There's this, I used to say this, remember when I used to say like, I'll be talking to my dad and I'll be like, oh, da, 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 going off, like going off. And then he will say, which means, are you telling me that? <laughs> and I know, excuse me, excuse me, I've, I've passed the boundary. <laughs> I've passed the boundary. And it's not that the boundary is spoken. It's you realize you like, okay, yes, yes. Here, it, it, it's, yes, it's I the same. You joke. And you, you go back and you reflect and you're like, no, that was the boundary and you mm. passed it. You passed it. Everyone yeah. has a thing with their parents where you joke and you joke and you joke. Mm. And then the moment someone and it's, it's reading social cues mm, mm. when the moment your dad's laugh goes from ha 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 to mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like okay this is where i get off this bus okay let's just get off let's turn but back it's that. also to be honest my dad was a highly sensitive person <laughs> i'm gonna throw that out there for context he was a the highly sensitive person who grew up in the patriarchy so even if but also it, it goes again to show that the boundaries are different in generations as well, yeah. like cross generation. Anyway, let's let's move on, friend. We we digressed, but you understand what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of the um, I think we should move to talking about K-pop now because yes. we don't want our podcast to go on for too long. Ooh. Before um, the, I have a question. I know this is like just like we can just like for like five minutes. I have a question because mm, I know you mm. feel greatly about this, and it's mm. something I do want to talk about. Mm. um where a lot of because we did talk about like in passing mm. black hair yes yes but i feel like it's a topic we should touch on because lots of people might be like no but like i'm appreciating no no okay this is this is what i remember when i brought up and i was like 
I want to know how you feel about it in terms of as a black woman, because for me, let's talk about black hair because black hair is a very, in fact, black hair deserves its own topic, its own podcast, because now we're about to try and talk about this very big issue in five minutes. But it's just basically, we're we're just going to touch on like, we'll touch on it. Just on like, like just bullet points and basically like your view, my view. And then, but obviously I think because you've always asked me, so I'll like say briefly what at the beginning, Mm. because you've seen me, you know how my opinion has changed at the beginning Mm. of China and seeing like Chinese girls wear braids. Mm. I was like, I was like, eh, Mm. meh. I think I had a, I I think I had a similar approach. I, I, because, but I, I think I remember because um, it's so funny. I was actually talking to to, to Tina because Tina and I we grew up like best friends, and then we separated because you know life happens. So she once did braids in high school. I remember yeah. this. And and by the way, Tina is she's she's a beautiful beautiful Korean girl. So she mm. did braids in in high school, and I remember because I was just, I was not educated and we're gonna call ourselves out when we call Mm. ourselves out, we have to. I was not educated, I was not knowledgeable. I was not um, aware of the social structures in which I was living in. Because you very, when you, I think I was in like grade nine or eight, at that age, I'm like, what, 13 or so? It, it wasn't talked about. It wasn't the time mm. when these issues were being brought up. It wasn't, the, the timing wasn't on. So we didn't have that knowledge or that understanding. And she did it. And I had two feelings that were mm. confusing. And I think they were confusing to me because I didn't understand that. Like, and you mm. weren't given space to try and process them anyway. The first feeling was, oh my God, this is so cool. Like she's, she's, she's partaking mm. in, in an aspect of my culture. I love mm. that. And it looked really good on her. But on the flip side, it made me uncomfortable as well. You know, and I was like, how far can this go? <laughs> like, that's literally what I thought mm. in my brain. I was like, how far can this go? What else can be done? To what degree? Mm. But then again, at 12 or 13, you're not given the opportunity to ask those questions and process that information. Looking back now, I think those conflicting issues are what makes appropriation and appreciation mm. such a muddy topic yeah. because there is that conflict in feeling mm. and that conflict uh, in, in, in the issue. I think how I feel about it, especially in, in the China aspect mm. <laughs> of it, I'll, I'll use China as an example. Um, there's no understanding of it. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's an aesthetic. It's, mm. it's used to, to look hip hop. Not even look mm. hip or cool. Hip hop. They use it like mm. it, when you think of in, in in Korea when they use um they talk about black hair. They call it reggae style, reggae hair, mm. right? And reggae is coming from Bob Marley because they associate mm. uh that hair, the dreadlocks and braids and stuff mm. to Bob Marley. So they call it reggae hair, and it's not reggae hair because mm. black hair existed before reggae existed. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's it, it, to me what what gets me down or what annoys me is the lack of understanding Mm. of the history of why it's done it's not a cool look like i I, want one that jars me the most or annoys me the most is when i see like people with multi-colored braids 
right? Mm. Because then I know you're just doing it for the cool factor. Mm. You're just doing it as, as an aesthetic. Mm. And that grinds, because even me as a black woman, I don't do, I don't do that. Like, like I don't put like the 10,000 colors in my head uh, because I understand what it's for and why I do it. I'm not saying it shouldn't be done. It just rubs me off the wrong way. I just don't get I it. Think- yeah, you I know? think I'm I'm similar to you where it's like there's there's a line mm. that also I'm not sure where the line should be drawn as I'm still researching, mm. but like <clears throat> I think in my understanding so far in my growing understanding the mm. boundary for me is understanding acknowledgement and knowledge. Mm. If you <clears throat> if you have done your research and you understand the significance of braids, mm. if mm. I can ask you a question be like okay braids, do you know that it, braids stem from around africa egypt mm. Mm. even in asia there are mm. some aspects that yeah. have braids i think in, t- in tibet the and tibet india's and dreadlocks mm. also in the, i didn't even know i was like oh mm. but dreadlocks were also in india as well mm. so it's like in asia so like obviously I'm, I'm not sure about china maybe they were there too so technically mm. there's a part but if you understand and also which way you're wearing them because oh, yes, in, it's Af- different. in Africa, braids mm. were like, especially like in West Africa, they would signify like status, age, religion, mm. your wealth status. Like it was a different your, your thing. Your marriage or, position, if you, you know, were married or not. Or mm. for war or mm. for mourning. It was an occasion. It was your identity. It was for every occasion. It was for social, economical standing. It was for a lot of things, you know? Mm. And yes, we've evolved and we've changed it. Mm. And I think that if I can ask you questions and you can answer them mm. and you happen to be like, and I'm like, okay, so why did you get the hair? And you're like, listen, mm. I've read up on this book. I've watched these videos. Mm. And to be honest, I was paying homage to this person. Mm. Mm. And it's a thing that you, and you're like, okay. And you can, that's in a sense, I understand, but it's what extent you did it for. What, like your intention, mm. when you, your mm. intention. Behind now, it, yeah. Mm. If you take Bantu knots or what, like Bantu, like it's, <laughs> It's hard, like, like I said. No, you're treading in, in dark places now. It's, it's hard. It's like, so it's, hard. It's, it's so hard. It's, 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 like, it's, 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 like when you brought up... Uh, are so personal. Like, like, I'm braids, sorry. Braids, they, braids, the braids evolved to different things where braids were also like just to, like, at some point, it evolved from this to, like, um, just like to make it easy and to make it functionality. It became also like cornrows. It mm. became a thing where Black people tried to... Um, hold on to their blackness mm. and also make it acceptable for them to be in european society yes so yes, braids yes. braids also evolved and changed to make it acceptable to still be okay i can tie my hair up i can make a bun are you happy mm. my people oh, it's it's a happy? form of conforming it's it's yeah. a it's a it's but a way of conforming while, to the structures of society it, keeping it while keeping it to ourselves yes now yes. bantu knots bantu knots or the the ones the that twists are, the twists or the, the ones where they use that are harder wool or harder wire and the twists stand out. Yes, yes. Or, my mom you know, used to do that to my head you know? when I was a child. The wool. Exactly. They rolled the wool, around you know? the wool. Mm. Those hairstyles were never acceptable by white standards. No, they, they were never. They weren't. So they me, were too African, too bantu. They were too, they were too African, too bantu, too black, mm. too, mm. too aggressive, too whatnot. Mm. So for me, in that sense, even dreadlocks or natural hair you never ex- you associated with bad things and because mm. you associate with bad things mm. don't touch it just because yes. it looks cool, don't touch it yeah braids yeah still braids we can still uh, 
but we also commercialized we've kind of sold it out it's, it's been commercialized i think it goes so, back yeah. to that it has been commercialized and it also like you mentioned comes from so many different societies and cultures yeah. within itself so, with so, different so, types we, we can't we can hold on to it but it also is in asia they are even mm. in europe like mm. the vikings there's history of braids mm. so it's kind of but we know, you know the braids that they're doing are not that they don't even know. stand we know it's we see you we know, we know. why, <laughs> know why you're doing no it. one is going to the salon and say babe give me some viking braids don't come here with that <laughs> no what was the kim that i want to kill you guys oh let's talk about that let's talk because i wrote a paper on that actually so kim kardashian tried it like she tries it all the time in fact can we just talk we need an episode about this because i honestly <laughs> think that kardashians are culture vouchers they no. are they they what else Shameless. do they have to offer they are they Shameless. are they, they are what's the word the vernac word Pimpies. i feel like they, they just they just they just oh it's a lot but anyway anyway let's talk about kim kardashian so kim kardashian for me pisses me off because she tried to trademark the word kimono <laughs> can you even no a whole no japanese word you try that, that <laughs> she tried it but anyway let's talk about her in relation to to black women's hair because mm. kim kardashian did the fulani braids right the african fulani braids and some people might call them cornrows that you can but they are actually fulani braids and she did them and she went on to instagram and she was like hey guys <laughs> so um i i did um <clears throat> loving my hair i so guys i did the the bo derrick's the bo derrick braids <laughs> And black women that, all over the world's audacity dropped. globally. We all our jaws dropped at the same time. In, in Africa, in Africa, I bet you the I bet you the people going. I'm sure people had to go Google Boderic. I had to Google Boderic. I was like, who the fuck is Boderic? And oh, oh, lo and behold, Boderic is a white woman. <laughs> who did it for a movie called 10 and she's running and running and she's got these braids on and it's like number one it's the disrespect for me it's the disrespect because you're gonna go and rename they're called fulani braids you're gonna go and rename something and not only are you gonna rename it you're going to attribute it to a white woman Fulani braids existed pre-1979, babe. It's been an African tradition since the beginning, bruh. And for me, it was the disrespect. I, I could not understand, but it goes back to the entitlement, the power dynamics, the, the ignorance, and the not, unwillingness to be taught because she does it over and over and over again with different cultures, not just African culture. Those people are culture vouchers. I said it. The whole family, but for me, the question is: and they're raising black it, children. When, when is it going to be enough? They're raising black children. Mm. How are you going to? They're raising black daughters. How? Okay, okay. But when is enough? I feel like society as well. When is enough going to be enough? Is it when there's still something from your own culture or something that white people love? When when is it going to be enough? Because they, eventually, when they're done, they will have to return. They'll come home for to you face. too. They'll come and when they get to, when you start acting up, us are gonna watch him like, ah, eh, shoot, leave us alone. Mm -hmm. Take, <laughs> take. In fact, here, I'll help you. Take. And they say we we oversensitive and we like to victimize ourselves, and it's like, mm, just wait. When they finish with me, they'll come for you as well. And they will eventually. And when they do, 
all people of color, Japanese people, everybody. We're all, we're all like a conference call, guys. Zoom, Zoom call. <laughs> Popcorn ready. We are ready. And we're, we're going ready. to and let, we're re- let, let them try go. Black, everyone, all, cult, all, all communities. Who's all? Leave us alone. Mm-mm, we're all, we're all, no, we, must just, we must just type. I think you're being too oversensitive. You're so oversensitive. And, and, and also, when they don't credit your work as well. Hmm? Oh. We'll come, we'll come. You, you'll be like, oh my God, I created this and you didn't credit it. Hmm? What did you say? We didn't hear <laughs> you, babe. Tata when I... Tata when I kill. Tata. You know... Black people who are waiting for pettiness, wait for when, it, when they start on each other. Black people are always there going, huh? Leave us alone. That's for fine. Oh, goodness. Okay, friend. I feel like yes. we were supposed to talk about, let's talk about cultural appropriation in K-pop for about Ooh. maybe, let's give it 10, 10 minutes yeah. or so. Yeah, okay. And then we can close off our topic because I think we, we've dropped some gems. And also, I would like to say, personally for me, I'm always on a learning journey all the time and I think one thing that I always want to try and do is to hold myself accountable as well and I love the fact that you actually mentioned uh in terms for you when you reflected that you don't feel the need to use the n-word because I think that takes a level of sitting down and and reflecting I was talking to Chima yesterday when do people stop and actually take time to reflect on ourselves like it's an intentional thing. You have to intentionally do it, sit down and reflect. So for me, I was actually thinking, I was like, I, the reason why I use the N word, I think is because it's so part of the culture that I'm consuming, the black culture that I'm consuming, that I'm a part of. And like I said, if, if for example, if a, if a black American person came to me and said, you should not use this word, I would seize immediately. Mm. And it's interesting that you brought up, because we're about to go into K-pop, because K-pop uh, is, is, is hey. continuous offenders, continuous, consistent. So, so what I want to talk about is where you mentioned you actively decided not to use the N-word, but mm. sometimes you catch yourself and it slips out and it happens. And that's because it, it was a part of your, your, your programming and your part of, part of existence. And it just shows that change is not overnight change is consistent work like you have to be actively aware of it and looking for it and i think that's what we need to remember when we are talking about appropriation and appreciation because it's you it's the decision to say i'm going to stop appropriating and i'm going to change my mindset and try and become an appreciator and that's going to happen over mm. time it's not going to happen immediately but let's talk about our favorite repeat offenders <laughs> let's yes. talk about that <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a hard life eh? being a black k-pop stan it's a hard knock life for it's, us. Difficult. It's, difficult. It's, it's difficult it's hard um oh. so do you want to oh. start or should i <laughs> okay i'll start i'll start so let's talk about let's talk about some examples of it what we see happen quite often so <laughs> braids are a commodity in k-pop they sell them it's a it's a business doing braids mm. doing uh and they they usually when they do braids it's it's the different colors for me again uh, i it it, 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 with, it pisses me off with k-pop and the braids as we said because we, we talked about it with black hair where we said um uh, it's the understanding the knowledge do you know what they're about but also no, don't know it's, nothing. no for me it's, it's for me what irritates me mm. and what pisses me off mm. 
even from that, like, oh, guys, it was hard. And as, as you guys heard me at the beginning, mm. I am a huge mm. RM Namjoon. Like, I, I love that man with every fiber of my being. But that man has if done he some was, problematic things. If, if he was my friend, <laughs> I would have beat his ass to the core. And then after I would take him up and we, we would drink some soju bombs and get over it. But I beat him first. Like when he said, what was that at his debut? Mm. Mm. And then he textured his hair naturally. And when they asked him why, this is where it pisses me off with K-pop stars, artists, mm. the entertainment industry, mm. where I'm like, it would not be so bad. We'd still call it out, but it would not be so bad mm. if y'all didn't use those fucking identifying markers. The problem mm. is when you open your mouth, better it keep quiet. Comes out. The ignorance spews. It that's, comes that's out. Just keep, keep quiet. Out. Rather be like, mm, mum's the word. Mm. Mm. It's when mum, you saying, mum, your, mum yourself. <laughs> what do they call it? Keep silent. Rather be quiet than say something. You know, and, because when when you say things like, <sighs> I want it to look, I want it to look dangerous, aggressive. It's the black style. It's, it's the reggae hair. Sorry. it goes back to those attributes again where we attribute the the dark qualities to blackness right it's when you say things like what those words are the exact same when a person says you people everyone goes who are you talking about here (laughs) who are are you talking about when i I watched (laughs) that video i was like i was like namjoon namjoon kimang aggressive dangerous. Who, who, your mother. And then you're going to wear it as an aesthetic. That's dangerous, aggressive. You put it on as an aesthetic. When people are viewed that way, when black men are killed for that very narrative. That's what I'm saying. That's when people go, your mother, bro. Like when they go, it's black hair. That's when you get hit. You get hit with a fizzy bottle. I know people like don't understand. It's a common saying in South Africa. It's like it's a thing of my friend. You're going to disrespect me like that in my household, in my culture. In in Afrikaans, it's it's your master or something. We don't want to say it, but it's your mother. Basically, Mm. it's a reaction like, no, if you're going to disrespect me and and the essence of who I am, your mother, bro. Because first of all, aggressive. Mm. Are you mad? Mm. And with as I said, why it's hard is because we watch him and, I, we, and um, in, a, in, a, in an article or in an interview that was mm. made like art or whatever, he did say mm. that he spoke those words without thinking. And yeah, when, he yeah. revert, when he reverted back, mm. and we, we, we respect, and you're still going to make mistakes. And that's mm. how, as we said, you're mm. going to keep making mistakes. But as long as you keep correcting yourself, Mm. as you go along mm. and you keep accepting people keeping you accountable and you go, and guys, correcting yeah. you uh, let's oh, talk okay. about that because that's a very big problem that i have within the k-pop stand fandoms mm. um is this inability to want to hold your idols accountable firstly mm-hmm. your idols your oppas firstly i hate when anyway that's a different topic but so you you have you seen the video of when this girl calls jungle oppa and he's like i'm not your oppa okay let's bring it back friend. we can go on for days but anyway this inability of k-pop stands to hold their idols accountable is very problematic and this 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 visualization of them as kids unknowing they don't know they, they, they career is not is not like that yeah. 
they don't have that understanding. Hello, mm -hmm. Korea has the fastest internet in the world, babe. The, it is, it's the fastest internet in the world. And you're going to tell me they don't have access to knowledge. They don't have access to books. They don't have access to articles and YouTube videos. And Kelly, I said in the beginning, you don't even have to read books anymore, babe. It's, it's, it's small it's bites. The, it's the same thing as right now. If we were to be like, I don't know why they're taking this um, stop Asian hate thing so seriously. Can Would they not all come for us and be like, but we, we relate, we understand why, because we're compassionate and we opened mm. our damn eyes, we, we used our fingers, we opened our mind and we read. Mm. So we understand why it's an injustice. We, sta we stand with you because mm. we opened, we, we learned. We were willing so, to learn so when we don't when come we and tell heard me about know. it. We were willing to learn. So, okay, there's actually this video. I think it's it's an NCT video, and mm. <laughs> they they put, I forget the member. Um, but anyway, he and he's one of I think he's in Wavy if I remember properly because he does promotions in China. So he did the he put on a wig um, of like black. I think it was braids, and he put on a wig, and he's like, uh, keep your hair. It's better to keep your hair warm. Something like that. And he posted it on Weibo and people started responding, ah, oh, that hair is so ugly. Like all the like terrible comments. And then he took it off and then someone, and then he removed the picture as well. And then one of his fans, he did a live and one of his fans asked him about the picture. And they're like, so why did you remove it? Why did you wear it even in the, in the first place? This guy's like, hey, uh, skip skip this question let's go to the next one yo babe <laughs> did my did my blood not start to boil from inside my veins he's like no oh, skip and and for me it's like your your fans are trying to tell you something <clears throat> they're trying to teach you something you need to be more willing and then in the comment sections you see people going yeah guys but sometimes these idols they they don't have a say and it's their management companies mm -hmm. and did 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 well, everybody then needs to be held accountable because if he had spoken up and said something and brought it up and had the discussion and his management company said something to him and he went online and said, my management company said, I shouldn't say this or I shouldn't have answered. They, will they not destroy that management company? <laughs> Go down in flames. That's, that's why I'm like, people need to hold each other accountable. Accountable. And, under, and understand that especially i give an example with bts because it's the hardest one mm. but Shame, my friend it hit you i remember oh. i sent her a video for her to watch about y'all you should watch it's by Ariola. it's on it's on youtube and the history of BTS. she sends yeah. me a message she's like friend this was hard i was like i know <laughs> but what what i want to say was with um like with that video like an example mm. with bts in particular was where I hope this, that's where they started to learn certain things, where mm. I think they started to learn and evolve bit by bit. They're still, they're still kinks. They're, still, they're still kinks. Mm. They're still learning. But where the journey started, particularly with BTS, was on that American Hustle Life. Yes. Because, they, because yes. that's a great example of appreciation versus appropriation. Before mm. that, they were appropriating. Mm. They on. went to the source for knowledge. They and went to the origin. In the comments, I remember because it was what was his name? Um, what was his name? Oh gosh, I forgot his name. The rapper, one of the rappers, it was Coolio. Coolio, Coolio yeah, was branded as being too harsh. And I oh, was yeah, like, I remember. Oh, mm. he wasn't too harsh. First of all, Coolio probably watched BTS videos, mm. and for him, it clicked that yes, they're paying homage. 
but mm, they, they have no understanding have no, they have no idea of mm. the struggles that hip-hop is and hip-hop was created by black artists but hip-hop mm. destroys black artists mm. so yes he mm. had every right to be and say like listen y'all mm. have to work hard to understand what the hell this lifestyle is mm. hip-hop was built by black people but it also destroyed quite a lot of them and it the was way. hated Let, let's talk about hated. this for a second because when hip-hop came onto the scene it was degraded it was mm-hmm. called shitty music it they said that it had no place in music what is that is that even yeah. music and we've always known as black people that hip-hop is poetry it's literally mm-hmm. rhythmic poetry and it's talking about struggles and pains and 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 the the kind of the oppression that black Americans were facing and are still facing within their own country, within their own society. But if you have no understanding of that, baby, and you just think it's, they learned, that's problematic. Think about all their albums after or like that. They mm. learned to understand the hardships of not just like hip hop or whatever, but mm. I also think the hardships of the music industry, the hardships of working hard and what's going to happen. And to be honest, their start relates well to like because they were they weren't popular people were like eh, I'm the, mm. who, who are you who, mm. what are you doing mm. and they learned that to use hip-hop and any other type of music that they come across any other any type of influence they come across mm. they have to not just not to use it as an aesthetic mm. they need to, to understand it, it and know understand. it mm. okay not a not a mm. music video thing or for style mm. they need to understand that okay and we we're taking a little bit of hip-hop we know about mm. hip-hop we're gonna take mm. a little bit of afro pop afro mm. Mm. About that. we're gonna take a little mm. bit of this latino we're gonna mix mm. it up mm. let's learn <gasps> That one, the, the Latino one in K-pop, babe. Yo. I wonder how Latinos feel about because I know how I feel about it. I'm like, yo, yo, you're doing too much. <laughs> you're doing too but, much. And that's, a, that's where, that's where after like the Adiola video, it was harsh. Mm. I, I was, when she also, she also said, we're holding them accountable. So they keep changing and they become better people. Just mm. like BTS, for anyone who, who's found BTS or they found you, which they always do, mm. you they help you mm. it, it, it does something to you that mm. they've done so much for humanity for society mm. for the mm. economy mm. and do we not as fans of all these k-pop bands owe it to them who do to help them. them yeah to help them stay because to help them one day mm. if you let them if you let them carry on one day, they'll get cancelled and never come back and then you won't get canceled. to listen to their music ever again they, because it won't they exist will not just get cancelled but they will say something too far that mm. will also break you and it'll be like a trust me. So that's why that's why we're keeping them accountable. But fans, mm. fans must keep their people. Hey, I love them. And that's why I can stand here and say, I love Namjoon. But if he tries me. You, you got to tell him, you're trying me. You're yeah. trying me. And I think that is the culture that we need to develop within the K-pop uh, fandoms. Because we're getting slack for it. Like black when Black voices say anything on the comment section, when they mention something, it's like y'all are overreacting. Y'all are being too sensitive again. Did it? These these guys are kids. No, they're not kids. Your fans yeah. are like twenty-four year olds. When you pass the age of eighteen, actually, you know what? And hyphen is kids. And, has and a- hyphen is kids. And hyphen is kids because also with the industry, they're still very much influenced by. They're still uh, also you're still learning. But I feel like if you mm. are above the age and you've been in the industry for over two years, add but not just in the industry, mm. but you've broken international barriers Bear, you respect, owe it to your fans no, yourself, that's a very good point yourself. because if you are operating in foreign markets as an idol you owe it to the people in whose markets you're entering to understand them their cultures their history it's very do you important. also know do you also know all these 
fellow stands, forgive mm. me, but all these bastards who are mm. saying, you know, yeah, 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 black people are being sensitive. First of all, do you understand how hard it is being a black stand? First of all, I must explain myself to other black people who mm. are there breaking me down and calling me whatever and saying all the stuff. Mm. Now I'm fighting them. Mm. And also, we are breaking so other barriers. And also, like on YouTube, how many black content writers from England, America, mm. South Africa, around the world are bringing knowledge to other black people about mm. K-pop. Mm. Do you know how many black people, like these videos, mm. two, two years ago, there mm. were like one or two mm. reactors mm. to K-pop mm. artists, the K-pop mm. industry. Mm. Now, how many are they guys? How many? How mm. many are they? And I'm like, listen, we care. Mm. We, just care. we actually care about them because mm. we, everyone cares. But we just like your parents love you when you make mistakes. They still mm. love you. Mm. Like, no, we definitely you. do. And that notion that oh, we do, because some people are like, so why do you even watch their videos if all you're gonna do is get offended? Listen, they make great music. Okay, they make great music. So me, I must deprive my ears of great music because I'm going to be, and then I shouldn't be offended because I'm listening to them. But the music is so it's like okay, can we just love music number one, but also be able to hold people accountable at the same time? How do those two things contradict with each other you can chew bubble gum and 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 have an opinion at the same time it's it, it's not one or the other and i feel like they're trying to make it like it's one or the other and it's mm. not you can still love their music but you can also damn well hold them accountable you can also uh help them the same way that they are helping you you can also help them and teach them in fact we can all teach each other stands mm -hmm. listen to fellow stands that do that start there just like just like listen. we learn we learn from Asian stands or Korean stands when K-pop artists do something that is culturally inappropriate in their standpoint. Mm. We don't like we don't you and I both know this like we'll sit mm. and be like, what did he do? Uh, mm. Let me Google. I don't I don't because like mm. it might it might to me be like, really guys, that's all he did for mm. real. Y'all making this mm. whole hoopla for mm. that. But what do we do? We, we learn about it comes. first. We know we what is it. happening. We don't we say, listen. Oh, you guys are being too sensitive. No, we go, we read about it, we research, mm. and then we learn, oh, this is this like, is the root of it. Culture, this is where it's culture, coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you're like, ah, yeah, he was wrong, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, on your standards, I might not agree with it or understand it completely, but on your standard and based on your culture, mm. this was offensive, and therefore I understand it. Because yeah. also it's just that that understanding of knowing that you are not in someone's culture like people don't get it it's, it's like <laughs> oh my favorite one this is the last point and i want us to close yeah. my favorite one is when <laughs> this one my friend this one gets to me this one hits me my when when k-pop idols do come out and apologize right and then you have non-black K-pop stands accepting <gasps> apologies that don't belong to them. <laughs> or, or, or worse, or worse, when a K-pop idol gives an apology and then there's backlash because of just how poor the apology was. And then you have non-black K-pop stands saying, don't worry about it, you apologize in the right way. If they don't accept it, it's it's on them. It's not your apology. <laughs> what don't understand it. I won't lie, friend. That but also, one. you know, that one, it might not be like with, um, with like appropriation, mm. but I can relate to that as, um, you know, I follow like, not even follow, I just, you know, when you watch all these K, K industry mm. news type thing and you come out like Chisu, Chisu's mm. apology, mm. Chisu, wow. They shame, even, they, they even miss, miss, that was funny because they, they literally 
appropriated their own culture. <laughs> <laughs> that was so they fucked up their own appropriation for like, their own culture. <laughs> You see, like with that situation. So on the on the side where I want to give it like so so any stands listening will understand this mm, on mm. a non up like it's a quick two two minute or one minute mm. example, mm. not on an appropriation level, but as a stand where there's so many Korean celebrities or whatever artists, famous mm. industry people who've been blown uh, accused or exposed as bullies mm. or whatnot or whatever they mm. were, mm. and it comes out and they apologize. Mm. And I've been in the comments and people are like, oh, shame, he apologized, he tried, guys. Oh, shame. Mm. And I found myself thinking, oh, guys, no shame, he tried. Mm. And then I remember the other day, this person wrote, why are you guys accepting, are you guys the victim? And I was like, <laughs> actually, you are right, friend. Yeah. Who am I? Who, who am I to accept mm. this? I'm not a, and I had to be like, this person is damn right. Who mm. the hell am I? I was mm. not hurt. Mm. I, I must it go find my own bully. It has nothing to do bully. with my culture and my people. I need, I need to go find my own bully and call them mm. out. I can't mm. be accepting as a, I'm not the, so Oh, but they do, friend. They you can't, do. You, can, you can say, you can say, you can say, what you can't say as a stand is, ah, mm. uh, thank you for the, as a stand, I'm proud of you for apologizing. Yes. I hope, I hope. Yes. And also maybe as a stand go, guys, I really hope you can accept the apology and we can work together to educate or whatever mm. and like work together. Mm. That, mm. don't come say thank you. Uh, hey, it's not your apology. That one, friend, to this day, I don't get it. I'm like, you, you all are operating on a, on a sphere that me are not on. I don't understand. I don't get send, it. Send the, manu- send the manual it. so we can all be on. Send the manual so we can all join. It's, it's, it's another level. But anyway, I think we can we can end here for today. Uh, yes. Awesome. I think we, there's obviously there's topics that require a lot of, of depth uh, that we mm. couldn't go into details because within themselves, these are topics that have so much history, so much knowledge, so much research that needs to be done for us to better understand them, even ourselves, uh, especially the topic of black hair. Like, guys, yep. this is a big one. This can be a whole series. We can actually start a whole series it, on it. So it should even be like it should be like a group, a group thing where you have like, oh, Chima has to come through with her hair. Chima. <laughs> Literally. So we all have history with our own hair as, as yeah. a, a, on a personal level. And yes. then we also have the history of black hair as a collective. So there's mm. quite a lot of depth to this conversation. But anyway, I think we can end here. Friend, thank you so much for coming. This has been so much fun. I even forgot I'm tired. I forgot I'm tired. But <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I forgot I'm tired. <laughs> you see, when you talk about things that make you mad, you forget oh. you're tired. So, but anyway. Yeah, this I, was, like, now you're angry for no reason, but you know, it happens. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Um, but thank you for coming, friend. It's such a pleasure. I hope to have you on again soon. And thank, thank you, everybody, for, for listening. Uh, please follow the podcast on Instagram. Uh, yes. That's the place where I post some snippets uh, so you can follow there. And also, if you have any comments that you want to share, please let me know. Uh, I do, friend, we have viewers from all over. It's so interesting. Like when I check my metrics, I'm like, what how did you find this podcast but anyway thank you for for coming so this is this is awesome and yeah we'll see you next time thank you friend thank you cheers guys you friend we can talk hey no no, we can talk we can can talk talk. (laughs) we can talk but But i had so much fun like